Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make Him known in your daily life. Enjoy! Perfect! Hey everyone, uh, Pastor Johnny here. Um, we just got through with an amazing uh, session with David Clark for the uh, Destiny Church School of Worship online class. You can check that out on our Facebook page. Um, I'm actually here with David. He's got a couple of extra things we wanted to throw, and I thought, hey, this would be awesome for our podcast viewership and sharing that. Um, if you miss the online uh, school, you can go back on our Facebook. We'll post some content on that here. But a few of the takeaways is, you know, he shared some amazing testimonies of how you can steward the presence and atmosphere of God as a priest. Um, a couple of nuggets to take away. He said, um, you may not have the title of a worship leader, but you are a worshiper. Uh, look for the places where God is resting. Um, there's a greater need for our worship off the stage. Another nugget I got was, you know, don't wait on the team, the worship team, to sing the song, but take responsibility for your priesthood, and you release the song. And then one of my uh, favorite quotes from from his teaching was, uh, my life is the song, the song you long to hear. And so um, I'm going to pass it on to David, and uh, he's going to have a couple more nuggets that he wants to share with us, um, going deeper into our priesthood, going deeper into our relationship, and, and just stewarding that. And, and so um, uh, for those listening, thank you so much for taking time to listen with us. Again, the uh, School of Worship session is on our Facebook page, so you can go and check that out. But without further ado, let me, uh, let me get this over here to David. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, so um, just one of the things that whenever we got done with the uh, the video was just, I was just thinking, you know, about uh, the instant of our worship and uh, something that uh, the Lord had spoke to me a while back was um, you will consistently uh, release the, fr- you will effortlessly release the fragrance of the place you consistently dwell. And so uh, you, you think about like somebody who, um, you know, works at a restaurant or, or, or goes, goes out fishing or like uh, works on the back of a, you know, uh, a dump truck or or works at a, um, you know, uh, uh, just an essential oil place or whatever. Like, you can tell um, where they've been. Uh, and, and, and they will effortlessly, like, when they come home, they effortlessly, they're not even trying to smell like it, but they just smell like the place that they've consistently been. And so whenever we recognize that we can do that same thing, like, Jesus went away, but he also, everywhere he went, he was aware, and I think that's like whenever we're aware of his presence, we are allowing that fragrance in our life. Whenever we respond like the Father, uh, whenever we respond in peace, whenever there's turmoil, or whenever we, we operate in joy, all, all these things, guys, it's, it's, it's preparing a fragrance that's going on inside of our life. It is a resting place of his presence, and, and, and yeah, so... You will effortlessly release the fragrance of the place you consistently dwell. So I would say just continue to go back to that place uh, of resting with the Lord. And wherever you go, like the people around you, they are going to like, you're going to release heaven because you've been in a heavenly atmosphere. You've been cultivating that in your daily life. Um, Anyways, that was one of the main uh, things uh, that I had. Also, as a worship leader, guys, I want us to like recognize Zephaniah 317. This is like another little nugget, but like, it says, for the Lord your God is living among you. He is the mighty Savior who will take delight in you uh, with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. And I just want to say as worship leaders, we have the opportunity 
to, and this is what we were talking about in the video, of like going up and being able to hear the songs he's singing over people. Uh, like you, you will begin to like start getting things that's been in his heart. You will begin to start uh, having access to. You'll begin to start seeing and hearing uh, as you're going up. And so I just want to say like go up and get his heart. Release it over people. We have that opportunity as worship leaders. Um, anyways, yeah, and so... There's a, f- a few other things, but uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, let me see. Yeah, and just knowing that, um, like, Satan, he's really not scared of your talents. Like, he's really, like, you want to make the enemy tremble. Like, don't rely on your gifting alone. I would just say, like, like he's scared of your purity. Like, it says the pure in heart will see the Lord. And so I just want to say, like, uh, spend, th- I'm not saying don't spend time crafting, like, what God has placed in you. But I am saying, like, uh, spend time making sure that the garden of your heart is okay. I would say as worship leaders, like, guys, if, if you have offense in your heart or you have bitterness or you have, anything that's going on inside of your heart, like, guys, you're going to have to filter through all of these emotional things. And, guys, I'm just telling you, like, in the secret place, allow the Lord, like, step into that place. He is the the one that you can trust. Like, I just want to say, like, um, yeah, like, if there's anybody in the world that you could fully rely on and trust, it should be the one who created you in his image. It should be the, like, there's somebody, that if there's something that you need cut off your life, like, trust the one who created you and formed you. Like, and so I just want to say, like, if there's things in your life, um, like, let go of offense, let go of bitterness, let go of, of all the things that would just try to snuff out, you know, that, that sound in your heart. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just want to say uh, that as well. And um, somewhere I was going with that. <laughs> um, Yeah. Romans 12, it says, Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifice and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideas and the opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through the total reformation of how you think. Uh, but you will be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a yeah, total reformation of how you think, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. So I just want to just want to say, like, that that surrender of your life, like, hold on to that as like your daily act of worship, guys. Um, lean into him, trust him. And uh, anyways, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. That's so good, man. Uh, I want to I want to ask you, man, because that's you know, a lot of that is really rich. I love how you said the devil isn't scared of your talent. Uh, <laughs> that's what's one to mark. Um, you know, now that we have you here, I, I kind of want to I just want to ask you, um, you know, David, you've, you've led worship, you know, in church. You've been a worship leader and and, uh, you've, you know, you've led worship at different conferences in the region and you've had an opportunity to to kind of be um, to kind of be at the front. And uh, I wanted to ask you just a few, you know, what are some pitfalls or maybe lies you believed early on 
when it came. So, so if you're listening to this and you lead worship, right, you, you're at your church, you do play an instrument, okay? You know, you, you're a guitarist, whatever, piano player. Uh, you're front, front and center, right? Uh, you're leading a worship team. Uh, David, my question to maybe to, to, to answer some of this is like, what are some pitfalls or some lies you believed early on about leading worship in a congregation? The performance, the music, like, like what are some things that maybe, maybe the Lord had to kind of transform in you when it came to, if you have any, of you like kind of maybe misunderstanding what worship was or what was a pitfall or a lie that maybe you believed in early on that, that God had to actually start to change in you when it came to leading worship on a Sunday morning for a conference or in that, that, that corporate worship setting. So, <clears throat> trying to. So, what are some of the pitfalls and stuff, lies that I believe that, you know? Um, yeah, like maybe er, yeah, like early on feeling like, and if you haven't, but like maybe feeling like kind of like maybe that performance driven. You know what I mean? Like the people. Thing. <clears throat> yeah, I I remember this prophetic word that I got, um, and it was short, simple, and powerful. It's probably one of the most powerful prophetic words that I'd ever had. He said, uh, he said. Uh, the Lord said, don't look at the people. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I, I, we got into this place where I, I'm thankful that the Lord allowed, he, he grew me in a place that honestly, there was people that were, um, they were done after the first song. It was like, they would just sit down and the Lord's like, are you done? Because they're done. And it was almost like him saying like, are you going to leave too? Like, it's like, and, and so I had to realize that like, just because uh, people sat down didn't mean I needed to stop. Uh, and so uh, it, it's easy, I think, whenever we are um, people pleasers. So sometimes it's like, well, uh, well, th- they're done or they, they're not liking this. And th- the other thing was like taking uh, authority over the thoughts in my heart and my mind uh, was like um, not not being led by the people, but being led by his heart. And so I remember I used to have visions of walls and the Lord said, do not stop until the wall comes down. And so I would just keep my eyes closed and I would worship. I'm not saying that's the best thing. I'm saying, you know, find your pastor that, that you know, and, and, and know the presence. But in this moment, there was grace for it. And the, I saw this wall and the Lord said, do not stop until the wall falls. And I'm telling you, there was people that had, we were ministering at a certain place. And, uh, and I remember the, uh, everybody had left except for about five people. And, uh, and they were the ones who had been crying out and interceding. And, uh, and man, I'm telling you, there was a massive breakthrough that happened in that church uh, because we stayed until the walls fell. But I would just say, like, um, d- yeah, don't, don't get caught up in, in performing and, and uh, people-pleasing and stuff like that. Just stay, just keep your heart pure. Uh, get vision for your sets, I would say, also. is like That's another thing is, like, um, I think this one... We don't often understand, but I think like when we think of like prophetic worship, we think it's just like the spontaneous thing that just happens, you know, in, in a moment. But really like uh, being prophetic is hearing and seeing beforehand and us being able to have expectancy uh, and releasing what God is showing us. Like in Hebrews, it talks about how uh, God spoke and the unseen, all that was unseen became seen. And so like we have we've been given that same opportunity to be able to see in the secret place what God's getting ready to do. And we get to have vision. We get to cast vision when we come into our worship team. Hey, when we're singing this song, let's recognize what he wants to do through this song. And so we're going to, uh, I think it's that Selah's in, in Psalms. It's like these moments to like see, moments to witness, to 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 watch. And so I think we got to have those in our worship sets is like partner with what he's showing us in the secret place and allowing uh, and then capturing that, releasing that when we come in. Um, and so, yeah, I would just, I would, I would, I would, that's, I guess that's, I don't know if that really answers the question, but yeah, those are some things. Yeah. So, 
So if there was a um, if there was a young worship leader listening right now, or maybe you know somebody felt like they had a desire to you know to start leading worship, maybe in a small group or um, you know maybe with their family or whatever it may be, or hey maybe they just got on their worship team. Like what is a a big piece of wisdom that you would give them? How long you how many years have you been leading in worship? Since since two thousand seven. All right. Uh, so quite some time. <laughs> so so leading since 2007. So young worship leader, you know, hey, and, and doesn't have to mean age. But you're just getting into to leading worship, helping to facilitate, you know, the song structure, the, you know, the beginning of service, so to speak. Like what's a piece of wisdom that you would give or a piece of revelation to someone that is new to leading worship at a church at, you know, or at a small group or whatever it may be? What's like one piece of advice that, that, that the Lord has shown you that you would just like, if you had one thing to say to somebody brand new getting into leading worship, what's that one thing you tell them? Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. This may not be the answer that everybody's looking for, but I would say um, don't try to be a worship leader. I would say do... Like it, it, like, it is the secret place. Like, it is in you. You're a worshiper. Allow it to come forth. Like, the gift is already in you. Like, it's going to make room for itself. So don't try to become something you already are. And I would just say, like, have humble, be humble. Uh, be willing to uh, learn and grow. Stay in the secret place. Uh, and from that place, serve. Like, believe what God has spoken over you while serving what he's doing in others. And so I would just say be a good servant, but also be a good believer over the things he says, not only for you, but what he's saying over your team uh, and what he's saying over your pastor. Rec- I would say this, sorry, too, but like, um, you know, recognize whenever the Holy Spirit is wanting to minister through song and when he's wanting to minister through the word. Because uh, I think oftentimes it's like we can, uh, God is really wanting to speak something to the congregation through what the, the pastor is, is bringing. And we need to be mindful of that time. We need to be mindful of of where he's resting. And that would be the other thing is, I'm sorry, dude, I'm just throwing a bunch of little things, is um, like recognize like where he's at. Like take time in your set to, 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 to find him in, in, in the room. Like if it's, if, it's on, um, if it's on the acoustic or if it's somebody, if, if it's on a, a vocal, or wherever it's at, like recognize, like yield your sets to him. Uh, that's what I would say, like, become good at being yielded, like, don't be so staunch, and so, like, this is the way it's going to be, uh, this is my set, this is my this, this is my that, don't get caught up in that, but, like, in everything, just yield, uh, be- become good at, like, teaching your team and yourself to just remain pliable, I, I would say, like, remain pliable in your worship, um, recognize where he's resting, um, and, yeah, and be okay with just, like, Stop, like uh, be obedient I, I would say that's a big one in worship uh don't get so caught up in your set list that like i've been in in, in somewhere um i was in like the second song it was still a fast one you know you're still in that time it was like all right we're everybody's getting pumped you know kind of thing and it was back in the day and and i remember the lord in the middle of that he said stop and he, he was like what you want to happen through uh your song today i want to do through the silence and I just heard that so strong in my heart. And I was like, and for me, being a worship leader, I'm like, God, but that's not my, that's not my job, you know, to really, like, I'm here to, like, I got I to gotta lead these people in. And he was like, I'm telling you, he's like, David, you're going to strive 
and in something I'm not, you're actually taking control over like you're you're not you're not uh, being obedient. You're, n- you're not giving me the stage. You're not giving me the set. And so for me, these were these moments of growth of saying, God, I trust you. This may be a little awkward. And thank God I had that grace in that time with my dad. I wasn't like dishonoring him, but I just looked at him and he looked at me and he knew when God was telling me something and we had that grace for one another. I knew when he, God was on him, when a word needed to be spoken and he recognized when it was on me and he said, David, whatever God is showing you, you need to do it. And I remember I said, God is telling me to stop. We have to stop. And he is going to move through our obedience in the silence. And so, you know, like like two minutes goes by and it feels like eternity, you know, when it's all silent and there's nothing going on. And I just remember just sitting there and it was just, and before I know it, like there was this woman who just bursted out, man, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit just fell in a moment. And what we could have like, I don't even think what we could have accomplished through our worship that day of just like, I felt like there was, it wasn't about how well we could have ministered in that way. It was the fact that we were obedient and he still had the stage. And so surrender your sets to him. And I would also say, don't always, uh, like when you're, se- when you're, when you're making a set list, like think of it as a set map. Like, you know, it's like, where, where are you going in your, in your worship? Like, have a destination. This is where we're going. Uh, if God wants to change that on the way, that's, that's his prerogative. If he wants to do that, you're obedient to it. But have, like, hey, I feel like God is wanting to release this. These are the songs that we have set in place so we can partner with what he's wanting to, to happen. So almost like see it as a set map. We're taking them to this place. Uh, and so, yeah, that's what I would say, some of the answers that are in my heart. I would say this too, like based on what you're saying, David, is like, you know, what I hear is what you're saying is like, okay, if I'm new to leading worship, one of the key things for me is I've got to be obedient, you know, and that comes from knowing his heart, spending time with him. And the last thing that I think any worship leader would want to do is just go on stage and be empty. You know, it's very difficult. Um, But I want to also say this based on what you're saying. You know, a lot of churches, um, you know, Maybe because of time constraint, size, whatever it may be, you know, not everybody does have the luxury of like, hey, let's just go off, yeah. right? You know, because a lot of teams, you know, especially, you know, and we love, you know, we, you know, we're the body here, but there are some teams that are on click, cl- what's it called, a click track, and so I mean, we're playing Hill Song yeah. for three minutes and forty seconds. We're playing Jesus Culture. We're playing Maverick City, um, and we're we're we are playing it beginning to end, right? Uh, we're hitting that three-minute mark, and get this this song is over. So, uh, from what you're saying, though, I'd like to say this for maybe if you are on a worship team that you know you you, you hear David ministry, you're like, man, I just, you know, I wish that my team would would be more flowy and prophetic. Look, you know, um, uh, you know w- what he's talking about in this. You know, a lot of times you got to remember like order and, and 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 setting things and structure doesn't mean control. We know that, and so it's okay to have some structure. It is, but heart posture is really going to be key. Because whether you're playing click track, Dallas Mavericks music, you know, for three minutes, <laughs> for three minutes and 28 seconds, or you're playing a prophetic flowy song for 10 minutes and 38 seconds, heart posture is the key, you know. And so, like, I think that that if you are listening and you are leading a worship team and you do hear this, you're like, man, I do wish we could be more flowy. Hey, you know, I've heard this before, but you know, talk to your pastor and say, hey, could we have a you know night of worship one evening where we don't have click tracks, where we do just maybe sing fresh songs or maybe sing songs that, you know, that we used to sing, you know, back in the day. I don't know, but allow the Lord to begin to kind of utilize those moments for you to grow in. And, uh, and so I just, man, David, I just thought that was an, it was really honoring to hear like your stance because you have
have led worship in, in, in different realms in 2007 up until today. And so, you know, just kind of the wisdom that you were able to share, I think is really key. And so um, last thing, man, is as, as we begin to kind of to, to kind of go off on this thing, because you, you've, you've given us some great wisdom. And again, uh, the online school of worship on Facebook, we're going to post a link on here so you can go back and watch that. It was tremendous, tremendous. Um, but, but the last thing that I want to say to you is this. If somebody is in the realm of wanting to write prophetic music for their city, for their region, where's the best place to start if teams are wanting to start writing fresh music, their own music, they're releasing their own sound for their city, their region? What would you say? All right. Um, I, I would say, like, with that, that statement, what I said earlier, like, what we behold in him gets unlocked in us. I would say, like, I remember trying to write worship songs uh, to the when I went to that season of like, God, I want to write worship songs. I want to, and I remember I, I locked myself up in the church and uh, I was sitting at a keyboard playing my guitar, uh, and I remember like I had my pen and pad out and I was like, God, I'm writing you a worship song today, <laughs> and He was just like, Okay, you know, and uh, I remember like I'm not leaving here, you know, so I got my pen and pad and I'm like. Jesus, you're so good, kind of thing, you know, whatever, it's like, I don't even know, but uh, in, in this one, and it was just like, no, nah, that's not it, and I threw it down, and, and then I just kept hearing the Lord say, hey, like, just trying to interrupt me, <laughs> like, hey, just, just worship me, just worship me, and it was like, I began to just play a melody on the guitar, and before I knew it, like, something, like, I just started just it didn't sound perfect whenever I first started, but like as I started just capturing that melody, the Lord started putting words in my mouth to that melody. And I could tell you like 90% of, well, I'd say, yeah, around 85% of my songs have come out of a place of just worshiping the Lord. And things that were in my heart just started coming out. And so I would just say like really um, ask the Lord. I would say start there. Ask him to 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 begin to bring that thing up it's it, again it's not in how gifted you are it, it is the purity of your heart it is the posture of your heart and i'm telling you like you will find those things that he's placed in you begin to come out if you'll just give it the opportunity and don't get caught up in like this needs to be the number one hit song on whatever like don't get caught up in that stuff like there's been songs that i've written to the lord that he he's the only one who's ever heard and and it will stay that way because it was a moment in time that it was for him uh it wasn't for anybody else to to, it wasn't for me to put on an album. It was like, no, God, I, I just, I don't care if this lands anywhere. I don't, I don't care, but this is the song of my heart that I want to release to you. And, and I gave that to the Lord. So I would just say, like, don't try to make every song a hit song. I would say stay away from that. Like, just allow it to stay pure. Allow it to stay his. Uh, and I'm telling you, what is his? Like, his glory will fall on it. Uh, it, you, it you, you won't, you will always be looking for glory to fall on something, but if you just surrender it to you, he, it falls on it, and so uh, give that that place of your heart of just worship to him. Just get yourself caught up, and then also uh, have a safe place to just do that with your team. Like, develop that with your team. Like, go into a place and say, hey, we're going to really just minister to the Lord. We're not trying to hit, write a hit song right now. We're really, let's just minister to the Lord, and let's hear the song that God's placed in you, and man, write it down, and you will start, like, because like, I know for sure, like, you guys, like, y'all have the heart for the city, and because, like, you have discovered that in him, now you've taken responsibility for that, and because you've discovered that in him, now you can put language, like, you get to put language, you will start hearing what's on his heart, and that, what happens when the song of the Father becomes the song of the people? Like, that's what we're going after. 
go get the song of heaven and allow the song of heaven to become the sound of the people. You know, so that's what I would say. Get his heart. Go into to the access place where he's created access into his heart. Capture the heart of the Lord and release that, you know. Uh, and so, yeah, there's songs that we sing that are just for him that come from our heart. Then there's songs that we have to partner with heaven to begin to sing over the land. So that's what I would say. Man, David, 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 that was that was rich and full of wisdom. You know, as he's saying that, you know, I'll, I'll reiterate, you know, I love how he said, don't try and write the next hit song. You know, we, you know, um, uh, I love that because, you know, oftentimes we do, we feel we need verse one, chorus, bridge, verse two, another, that and the other. When really in heaven, they're, what are they? Holy, 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 holy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, could you imagine going to church service every Sunday and the worship team keeps singing, holy, 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 holy. Like, how could you argue with it, though? Because it's like, hey, on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, but I love how you said that because so, you know, if, if again, if, if you're with your worship team and you do have click track music, and, and again, like we said, you're playing Hillsong to the T, um, or, or you're playing prophetically flowy music and you're, you know, you're playing worship, you know, for a song goes 20 minutes long, you know. Yeah. The heart posture is going to be key, and, and I love how he said it. We, we need to get heaven's song. We need to get God's heart so that we can sing that here out on the earth, and I think that's a really key piece going back to heart posture that we talked about. Guys, um, um, if, you're, if, you're, if you're hearing, please share this. If you know a worship leader or somebody that's leading worship, share this with your worship team. Um, we're really praying all over the nations that this gets into the hands of worship leaders and worship teams who are wanting to elevate. Who knows, maybe we'll come back uh, within the next few weeks and talk about songwriting, you know, and just go a little more in depth on this because these are these are key. These are things that are needed and necessary uh, for the church and, and for us to grow uh, together. Uh, so uh, I just want to say a few things. I don't have to say this, but I will. You know, David leads worship at the Hub uh, Southeast Texas in Saratoga, and um, they are stewarding uh, the presence of God in ways that um, I've never encountered. And and they um, they do it through a pure heart posture, not singing the latest and greatest songs, because I have heard them sing some old school songs <laughs> and I've heard them sing some originals. And whether it's a song that was played 10 years ago or a song that was released a year ago or a song that he wrote the night before, it all carries God's heart because they are so close to his and they're not trying to doll anything up and be anything. And so I just want to I just, I just want to say that, like for those that are listening, they're like, David Clark, guys, this guy carries him and his wife, him and his family. They carry the heartbeat of God in such a tremendous, pure, honoring way. And man, it was an honor to have you on, man. It was an absolute honor. And uh, so with that being said, again, if you're hearing this, share, share, share. If you know a worship team or a worship leader who could who could really use this, steward it correctly. Next time you're with your worship team, uh, make it a safe place to just release songs. But make sure that your heart is pure, that your hands are clean, and that you're spending time in the presence of God. Because we don't want to be leading from a place of emptiness, expecting everybody to just sing our song. So again, guys, wherever you are, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for for hearing us out. Uh, and so we'll be back with you guys. But again, we just say God bless each and every one of you for taking time out of your day to listen to us. God bless.